0: Welcome. This podcast is an exploration into being human and what's possible when there's less attention on the noise in our heads. Warning While listening to this broadcast, you may experience moments of deep peace, sighs of relief, personal insights, or long stretches of dead air. Do not be afraid. This is normal. Under the Noise with Wynne Morgan and Kate Roberts. Welcome to
1: Under the Noise. I'm Kate Roberts, and I'm here with Wynne Morgan. How are you, Win?
0: I'm well, thanks, Kate. How are you? <laughs> I'm well as well.
1: Good. So we got another listener request for a possible topic to chat about today. And not verbatim, but the listener wanted to know if we would explore the idea of wisdom and wisdom in a way that it's the same place where our questions and our answers come from, where they originate from. So maybe in different words, is that there's no difference between the wisdom that comes to us when we don't really know what to do or where to go is the same place that we look towards for where the question comes from as well and that there's no difference maybe that kind of wisdom looking in that direction for wisdom what comes up for you when
0: I like to come at things fresh in the moment, right? Including this, and um, we both received that email from from our listener at the same time today. And what came to mind as you were saying that just now was origin stories, right? So there's loads of movies that get a remake that is based upon the origin story, so. Um, I guess one of the more famous ones in the last few years is Batman had his nemesis of the Joker since the '60s, and then in the recent past there was the Joker origin story. What was it that uh, that was in the the beginning of the Joker as a character? And I know like, that's all make believe. But I think it's great to take a look at the origin story of the solution and the origin story of, uh, I'm gonna use air quotes, the problem or the obstacle, the origin story of both coming from exactly the same place. So in, in, in my mind, the origin story of everything is the same energy. The origin story of all matter, all the physical stuff in the universe comes from the same place in the origin of it. And according to the most famous equation in history so far, E equals MC squared, then energy and matter are interchangeable. Therefore they have the same origin. So according to physics and science and astrophysics, all the world of form and all the world of formless has the same origin story so the notion of wisdom and what wisdom can help us with coming from the same place seems to me when i look at it that way as absolutely true and yet in my human experience it would look like one of them's a problem and the other one is the solution, and they come from the opposite, from the polar opposite directions. And yet, it clearly isn't. It's just how it looks. So, that's the first thing that came to my mind. As you pose that question to me, and can I share an example that just came to mind? It's flight so there is things that are fundamental which is why human beings do not flap their arms up and down and then take off because of the weight and the speed and all the kind of stuff regarding air and gravity and all that kind of thing and and lift and so forth that would be required for us to flap our arms as a bird would and then take off the ground but what what human beings did starting with the with the success, really, of the the Wright brothers, and I forget when, what what really uh, planes do, they've used the obstacle, air and gravity, in order to come up with a solution. Now, that metaphor at some point will break down, right? So anyone far more well-versed and cleverer than me in that world will probably call me out on some things I've just said yet. When we understand the nature of the issue, then the nature of the solution don't seem so contrary. They don't seem so 180 degrees. Opposite It's, it's using the obstacle in the solution, which is incredibly wise. Anyway. That's just what I think.
1: I think that most of my life, for most of my experience, I think I misunderstood wisdom. The concept of wisdom, where I thought it was coming from. And years ago, I would have said, you know, that's, that wisdom was the things that I knew to do based on my life experience, like things that I had learned through my life experience. I think now I see that as more of my intellect, things that my intellect has picked up along the way, which doesn't at all resemble wisdom to me anymore. what i've seen about wisdom and how it shows up feels very different than the way that i used to see wisdom and my relationship with wisdom my own wisdom the wisdom that comes through me that is unique as unique as any individual I a mean, human person is how wisdom comes through. It's constantly evolving for me as I see deeper, as I look towards truth rather than what my intellect can come up with. I think there's a lot of truth. In that statement that the question and the solution come from the same place Mm
0: -hmm.
1: just like you know the fact that at least from the way that I see it that we are spiritual beings having this human experience right Mm -hmm. so those two together and maybe the question is and like having this human experience, whereas the solution, the answer, the guidance is the the wisdom that comes through. Like maybe the questions come from living life. By having life experiences, human experiences is where our questions come from. This beautiful opportunity to look, to see, experience ourselves.
0: As you were sharing that. It just occurred to me again, that the intellect and memory and stuff that we've learned is not the enemy of wisdom, wisdom enabled that to happen too. our innate ability to learn our innate ability to have a certain amount of memory whether it's short term or long term that's it, it looks to me as if it's a natural i did not have to learn how to learn now there are times i've learned better than others but there are times times i've driven a car better than others there are times I've, i've spoken better than others there are times i've listened better than others right And yet the point I'm making is everything in the form of this human experience comes from the same place. All of it, whether we think it's an obstacle or a problem or a solution, as you've said it so beautifully just now, it's all in this realm of this human experience of the spiritual and the physical, the form and the formless having this dance. And then sometimes I remember I get to dance and sometimes it looks like something very different. Sometimes it looks like a battle. And sometimes things that are as wondrous as you've just said, I take personally, and it looks like there are things that I have to overcome. Sometimes the things I think I have to overcome, I think I'm to blame. And it's just interesting to just notice back at the bigger picture of that, is to see, wait a minute in the realm of the human experience of the physical, the form, the spiritual and the formless. This is something to be experienced as opposed to win at or lose at or succeed at. And even as I'm saying these words now, there are part of me that wants to, to fight that too. My intellect wants to get involved in that and, and battle it. And then there's a deeper part of me that knows to settle down. That then sees through the, the thought-created noise that I can, as a human being, experience and feel and notice and embrace it. A dear friend of mine had a retreat that he and I were running. I think it was the first time we'd ever run a retreat together. So I'm going back, pushing five years now. Dear friend, John L. Mockadim. And he said something on, I think the second or third day of the retreat. We were talking about the, um, the notion of mind being not brain, mind being bigger than personal thought a bigger mind, pure consciousness. As Sidney Banks called it, universal mind. And he said something I'm pretty sure I'm never going to forget. He said, because that energy is what creates planets. It creates galaxies. And it's the same thing that's behind us. And in that instant, I just had this flash of truth hitting me that reminded me of what's going on behind all of this and I'm not separate than it nor are you nor is anybody else
1: I was listening to a podcast and One of the hosts said that this intelligence, this energy that makes up everything is here to experience everything, not just part of it, without preference. And if that's the case, and I I think it is then we're here to experience the question as equally powerful as the solution. Because if you're that intelligence, and there's nothing, not one thing that you don't understand, that you don't know, then you don't get to experience any question and not knowing, which makes me wonder if while we're so busy trying to find the solution and thinking that that's somehow preferable to the question, that deeper part of us, that deeper intelligence is having a party in the question, in the not knowing because that's so new and wonderful. And I think that when I'm fully present without a story about it, what comes next or the solution or the need to know or Like when we're fully present in the question, not needing a solution or to go anywhere for that experience to be any different. Like what's possible? What's possible in that moment to experience? That's so often, at least for me, I don't appreciate the question and the not knowing. I'm too busy in my mind moving on, you know? But if I could be there, like really present in the question, in the possibility that exists in that moment, I think I would connect with that deeper part of me that's having that party. That's loving that. That's what's possible in the question in the moment in the present. Now that isn't to say at all that that's how I experience it.
0: But I think it's possible. Where wonder lives and the question.
1: Freaking cool. So. We don't know. We have a gap between question and solution. You know, because we get to view our wonder lives for just a little bit.
0: What you've just said reminds me of. Four episodes ago, episodes ago when we had Peter Wilson on and he was saying that the question is the the beacon is the lantern. And we're revisiting that now with a few other things that we've talked about over the past sixty episodes and what you're just noticing and what I'm noticing and listening to you, that possibility. It's just beautiful. Thank you for listening to this week's Under the Noise with my very wise and profound, open-hearted friend and co-host, Kate Roberts, and me, Went Morgan. If there's anything that you'd like us to talk about, or questions that you'd like us to ask, or answer, then please let us know. Our contact details are in the, the outro to this episode. And if you're uh, looking at whatever device you're listening or watching us on, our details are there too. Thanks very much. Have a great week.
1: Thanks for joining us. We'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and review. If you have a topic or question that you'd like us to chat about, email Win or Kate at win at winning.co.uk and kate at katerobertscoaching.com. Until then, enjoy what's possible under the noise.